0: Hi, I'm Kristen, and I'm Mike, and we're Lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Homecoming and Band Candy. I love Band Candy. <laughs> did your band sell candy?
1: Uh, I know there is all sorts of fund wa- fundraisers in high school. Probably, it, it wasn't something that stuck out.
0: When I was in elementary school, it was wrapping paper, and we mm-hmm. just handed like the form oh, to our mom and be like, yeah. "You do this. Mm-hmm. You ch- you sell this to the neighbors," and she did. Yeah. I don't know if that's uniquely, if that's like universal for everyone. It's like, mom, sell my shit for me.
1: Yeah, I, I think we had the same thing. And you had the the catalog of different prizes you could get.
0: I don't even pay attention. It was just like, I yeah. literally came home, slammed it down the counter from my mom. Like, you do this. That's <laughs> this sucks. Great. I don't care. I'm going to go play. Yeah. Uh, and then high school for us, this was a big thing, though, mm-hmm. was lollipops. Holy crap. These are the best lollipops. You've ever had? No, I know, I know. You're uh, like lollipops. They're all the same. There's yeah. tootsie rolls. They're great. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You can see that I can find them now at CVS, which is our local like yeah. drugstore thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're big. They're much bigger than tootsie pops. Okay. And they're per- they're perfect sphere but the taste in them is so strong mm-hmm. that to this day, if I feel like there's the threat of me throwing up and I don't want to, yeah. like say I smell something I don't like, or if I'm not feeling well and mm-hmm. I really want to like squash that urge. All I do is I imagine one of these lollipops and the really strong smell when you open it up and the really strong taste, but uh-huh. like it just calms down my stomach immediately.
1: All right. It's miracle right? lollipops. Yeah. So
0: like, band candy I'm like i don't know whatever the lollipops yeah. every single day i'd be like do you have one here's money give me more of the cherry do you yeah. have I, I want the cherry specifically so you were an addict yes yeah. exactly i think it was just like really high sugar levels but oh my god <laughs> now let's head into the sunnydale stacks and open the books on homecoming The gang is at the bronze and Mm. hammering out their homecoming plans um did you go to school dances a lot
1: not really i think i went i think i went to a was it a homecoming i forget i think i only went to like one or two
0: it wasn't optional in my brain it was like i just had to go so i went to every single school Mm -hmm. dance i never i i literally think i never missed one at the exception of like i didn't go to prom sophomore and or excuse me freshman and sophomore year because you weren't allowed unless a senior and that wasn't going to happen
1: yeah and that's Um, weird
0: yeah, I mean there was there were a couple of girls that like it was a badge of honor in my school. If you went mm. if you were invited to prom all four years by a boy, you were like the shit. Yeah. Obviously it wasn't me. You
1: got that achievement unlocked. <laughs> sure, and,
0: yeah. You know. Usually it was me asking a boy. Like I think yeah. almost every single time it was me asking a boy. So that's yeah. why I hate saving Hawkins means nothing to yeah. me. I'm like, What? What is that? Um but homecoming every four years, I can like remember my dress. We didn't take um, limos, though, because it's always in the school gym, so that's dumb.
1: Yeah, it does seem very uh, anticlimactic to take a limo to a gym.
0: Yeah, right? Like, it made sense to our prom, because we specifically always had a prom venue that was downtown Chicago. So that's like a 45-minute drive. I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, take a Take a limo, but it's, even if you're like staying within your same town with some yeah, banquet it's like, hall, let's you're go like, on this limo ride for 15 minutes. We can take my 89 crown Vic, it's all right. Oh, we got yeah. velvet plush seats, woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't I, switched, st- I don't know why so switched genders right there, that's
1: weird. And you, you also started to be about. 40. Like, yeah. a 40-year-old man like, yeah, woman, we're going to the prom.
0: It's not that this was my great-grandma's car. Not at all. It's been passed down to me. <laughs> so Buffy bails early to bring mm-hmm. Angel some fresh blood at the Aww. mansion. This <laughs> is the her equivalent of, like, the woman bringing dinner home. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, I heard you were sick, honey. Here's some chicken soup made out of human blood. <laughs>
0: Ew, is it chunky?
1: (laughs) Oh, I hope not.
0: A little bit of clotted in there? Yeah,
1: just some delicious uh, carotid.
0: (laughs) He's not overly verbal, but we Mm -hmm. get the picture that he's way more human than the last time we saw him. He understands, like, the world Mm -hmm. and what's going on. He's not just grunting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So she hasn't told the Scoobies that he's Mm -hmm. back. He's a secret that she's keeping. So... I mean, I feel like she's being rude right here. Yeah. Like he's, she's, she's telling him about her life, Mm -hmm. um, and about her new boyfriend, and it feels yeah. so bitchy that yeah. she's like, "Hey, you've been in hell. You've lost all, all semblance of who you are mm. and what you are and what the world is. But I'm a senior. <laughs> that's really, I'm a far. senior. I'm a senior, and I'm working really hard in school, yeah. and I'm dating. Ugh. Like, bitch, you care." <laughs> like I was dead I was dead maybe nobody gives a shit yeah
1: and like this is she's talking to a guy who like maybe 10, 15 seconds earlier when she mentions Giles, Angelus goes like, Giles, like, I'm just he, remembering the concept yeah, of that person. He just,
0: and, we're, and the fact that, like, I tortured that dude. Like, yeah. I'm a senior.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm dating this great guy, Scott, who, by the way, he's still a character, I guess.
0: Sure. <laughs> we're all surprised at that. Yeah. Yeah, so that feels a little like, um, girl, yeah. priorities. And also, this
1: is extra rude to do in the place you murdered him.
0: Like, on the spot, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like hey, you want to grab that uh, sword again because it's basically what you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, you're already
0: just driving it through my heart. Thanks, you're great. But then she's also kind of rude to Scott
1: because she she uses the line like he's a real nice, solid guy. Like I
0: mean, no guy really wants that.
1: No, that's like oh, so I'm, I mean,
0: I I will say like as much. I'm as... I'm your like, safety school. Well, I will say as much as like the the stereotype is like you mm-hmm. know girls like assholes. I mean that's not true. You reach yeah. a certain age of mature... like I mean you reach. Yeah anything past junior high you're like, oh no, I actually want someone who's nice to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and for some girls, fine, they'd still date the assholes in high school, but like, no nice guy is actually a real big compliment yeah
1: <laughs> like but I think the the solid is what is it really makes it kind that's of that's still it's a, nice, a compliment solid guy
0: you want someone who's stable and who's a good choice who like you know isn't gonna kill me tomorrow that's the that's why I think it's extra rude because I think the implication yeah. there is not against Scott yeah. it's against Angel and it's like <laughs> Scott's not gonna turn evil and murder <laughs> me tomorrow <laughs> congratulations yeah. you might yeah you might do that <laughs> you're a dick like i feel like that's so
1: rude it definitely is definitely angel gets off a lot worse on this scene as far as like guys being insulted right yeah
0: so yeah she says scott's a nice guy he makes me happy smash cut to (laughs) scott dumping her (laughs) at this point you kind of don't feel sorry for her yeah a little bit like yeah yeah yeah, you kind of deserve that you kind of deserve it this is the least romantic high school breakup I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, high school breakups are like, you don't like me? I hate you. Fuck you. Go to hell. And this is, she's just like, oh, we, we weren't getting along. Where was I? I promised to be better. Like, Mm no, no.
1: And, I, I really like. I I'm not a huge fan of the character Scott Hope. He's not no. like um, memorable. Uh, he's a nice, solid guy, though.
0: Who are we talking about?
1: Exactly. Mm. Um, he was the the most the most useless part of the uh, episode title "Faith, Hope, and Trick." Uh,
0: I choose to believe that they're talking about the um, general concept of hope.
1: Yeah, 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 or maybe Star Wars: or New Hope, because. Everybody likes that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I do definitely sympathize with uh, Scott's reason for the breakup. It's like, yeah, from the start, she's not really been that into this. It's been like definitely a relationship where she's just like, I just kind of want to be in a relationship because that's nice, uh, but I don't really want to commit anything to it.
0: I feel like this is a lesson in, I mean, from any age, Mm -hmm. if you have to convince someone to be in a relationship with you, or if you could have to convince someone to propose to you or have to convince someone that like you're worth their time, probably this is doomed from the start. Like you don't want to have to convince someone of that stuff. And he definitely had to convince someone, convince Buffy of like, you should date (laughs) me. You should go out with me. And it's like, I mean, do you really want to have to convince that person or do you want to ask the person and be like, yes, I am on board. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause like, it, then it just makes it like weird. Like there's like all sorts of like power dynamics involved. And it's like, no, I yeah. just want to like hang out with somebody that I like and occasionally we'll like kiss and stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah um yeah so this i definitely think this relationship was doomed from the start mm-hmm. this doesn't really surprise me as much as yeah. it surprised me it took this long
1: yeah that it yeah. got oh, to the
0: point was the actually, only thing that was weird i think is that the scene before this he officially asked her to homecoming which i yeah. guess like you can see the mm-hmm. hesitance like the reason he didn't ask her, her to homecoming yeah. is because he was planning on dumping her but it's still weird. It's yeah. really weird that the last scene he's like, "Oh yeah, I just didn't ask you to because they didn't want to go. Do you want to go? Yeah, we're going to homecoming next scene. Oh, I'm dumping yeah. you."
1: Although I guess I understand. I can understand if, uh, thinking about his point of view is that maybe that really got him to think like, "Wait, do I really want to be in this relationship?" I didn't even think about asking this girl to homecoming, and then I did, and I don't yeah. feel excited about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he does yeah. He definitely doesn't seem super into her after their yeah. first after Faith Hope and Trek. Mm-hmm. He's only around for beauty and the breeze, really. Yeah. And then he's not, they seem like a budding relationship. They don't seem yeah. like a super emotional one, which is fine in high yeah. school. You start out with like just this kind of like mm-hmm. awkward friendship thing. Yeah. But then the jump to like, you're not in this. Like, well, what? What no. happened? I mean, I what? definitely. There wasn't much
1: of an this to be in.
0: Yeah. there. I dated a guy my freshman year of college. This reminds me of that, where mm-hmm. like we dated and. At one point I got annoyed because he wouldn't call, call me Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to hang out. And he said, it's because he thought talking to me on the phone was boring. He didn't really want to hang out with me. He thought that was boring. And I was like, so let's break up because that's, that's the basis, the very basis yeah, for a relationship is you got to enjoy the other person's company. You're talking to them. So like that, let's just call this. You don't want to date me. Yeah. I don't want to date you. We're done. Yeah. And like later on, he was crying and telling me I was the love of his life. I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Who are you? What?
1: He's like, I, I want to be massively in love with you, but I don't want to like spend time with yeah, you. Yeah,
0: I don't actually like talking to you. That's yeah. boring. He literally totally talking to me was boring. I was like, um, you're confused. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what this makes me think of. So Buffy's being, meanwhile, is being spied on by some technologically set up thugs who, and then we see that they're yeah. remotely connected to and some old dude. Yeah, in
1: a creepy van outside of a high school. Which yeah, this I feel definitely a rapist van. Yeah.
0: Rapist van. Anytime I see one of these white, non-descript fans, I'm like, yeah. run. Just yeah. stay away no, from these things. No, do not.
1: Um, and also, I, I don't want to get you guys too scared here, but if you saw the cell phone, it was the 6000 series. That's right. The 6,000 series. I
0: don't know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) Um, So in the van, they're like communicating with their beep-boop-bop-boop computers. Sure. And the way they they use it, instead of, you know, an old-fashioned dial-up, they have a flip phone (gasps) that they use. Basically, as a dial-up connection. And it's just like... It's very prominently displayed on a little shelf. And they flip it up and like press a button on it. And it has this little thing that says the 6000 series. And it's just like... It looks like oh, they're trying 6, to make it seem 000. so badass. Oh, my gosh. When it's an old flip phone.
0: It's like pre-Nokia. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Which, it's by really the way, real. raise your hand if you had one of the original Nokias. That would never break.
1: Possibly? I oh had an old God. Nokia.
0: That was my first yeah. phone. The ones that... Ev- like all... The internet always talks about like the phone that would never break, and mm-hmm. I did have it forever.
1: Yeah. Was that kind of. Um... You know, rounded off rectangle. It kind of looked fat at the top a little bit, almost. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that was the one I... This is the
0: one that everybody had. And, like, the whole joke is the fact that, like, your iPhone will break if you look at it the wrong way. And the Nokia will never break. There's probably somebody still
1: using one from 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And it's running fine.
0: My version of that is um, my dad at one point gave me his old Motorola Mm razor because his job always gives him cell phones. So, occasionally, he'll give me the old one. of Like, hey, do you want a BlackBerry? Here's a BlackBerry. Do you Mm -hmm. want like 2 years ago razor here's a razor so he gave me his old razor and i hated it from yeah. the get go i was like this thing is clunky to use i don't like it mm-hmm. for it just using it, it was like this is not an intuitive yeah. cell phone but it never fails whatever phone i have breaks and i have to go back to that goddamn razor that's sitting in a drawer somewhere <laughs> and I'm like oh this phone <laughs> has yeah, never broken yeah. it won't break <laughs> but it's there it's there for when my current phone dies you're like i'll just go back to the goddamn razor uh. I hate that thing. It's like the monkey's paw or whatever.
1: <laughs> it's it, it almost sounds like if you if you've like been in a bad relationship, then you just like you know kind of booty call an old ex boyfriend who you know like it's not gonna be anything. Yeah, it's just it's gonna it may, probably make you feel worse in the end. It's Elaine so like, and Pud. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Elaine and Pud. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: <That> jacket.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> meanwhile
1: not on Seinfeld
0: anyway th- so these guys are referring to Buffy as a target so something's going on here yeah. we don't really know although
1: speaking of Seinfeld um, the old guy that's yeah. uh, connected to them by the bo- yeah. computers uh, I, I think he I, I'm not sure if it was, he was referring- Elaine's
0: boss yeah that's right yeah that's, no yeah. I'm trying yeah. to remember his Ian name Amber Crombie yeah he yeah. was Elaine's boss yeah. we meet Alan Finch the mayor's aide Mm-mm. Alan is informing Mr. Mayor about these spies and seems super nervous about this wholesome-looking public... I mean, like, he's super nervous around the mayor, and he seems like such a good guy. <laughs> I love the mayor! I yeah. Okay, so talking about the mayor.
1: Oh, I am so glad we're actually, like, seeing the mayor yeah. finally. We to-
0: we, now, here's the thing. We've yeah. heard about him mm-hmm. for a while now. It Since last season. In season two, yep. they, like, sowed some seeds about the mayor. So this is the mm-hmm. very first time we see him, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's I I think one of the things I like the most about the mayor is just they made every right choice in setting up and executing a villain. Right. Like they, they have a lot of foreshadowing. You don't see him, but you hear about him for a while. And then in the first scene he's shown, you don't see him right away, but you see somebody who's just like underling being fucking terrifying.
0: And here, that's the thing is all of this lead up all of these, mm-hmm. you know, discussions we've had about him until yeah. now. Everyone talks about this mayor, this terrifying figure. Everyone's so scared about him. And then Alan, Alan being in the room Mm -hmm. with the mayor, he's clearly so nervous and terrified. And from our point of view, who've never seen him before, he seems like such a nice guy.
1: Yeah, he seems so nice. Really friendly, kind of. He has this kind of midwestern vibe of like, oh, I'm just you know, all shucks. And Uh, I'm so
0: into cleanliness. And oh my gosh, did you wash your hands? Because you know, cleanliness Mm -hmm. is next to godliness. Yeah. And my mother was never sick. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, immediately. I'm intrigued by this character Mm the mayor because you just build him up and like what's going on he just seems so nice
1: yeah he just he he doesn't look threatening but from everything we've seen and from what we're seeing from this character who's in the scene with him he is Terrifying. The so most what terrifying am I missing? Thing. So
0: like it just makes me yeah. want to see more because I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I missing? What yeah. am I missing? Also, this dude could be my uncle. So what's yeah. up?
1: And it makes him that much more terrifying that he doesn't have to be like some meatheady, like giant um, physical threat or mm-hmm. like uh, do stuff to to be super imposing and maniacally laugh or have razor claws or something. He can just act like a pleasant guy. Well, and if and you think of the villains
0: up until now, you've got mm-hmm. the mayor who like. The master. The, thank you. we <laughs> have got the master who's got, you know, Punch Mouth and mm-hmm. things and he's evil and he controls people yeah. and he's terrifying. Yeah. And then you've got um, Spike and Drusilla who mm-hmm. immediately kill people mm-hmm. and obviously get off on it, which is a whole nother level yeah. of creepy. And then you've got Angelus who's like the most maniacal. I'll kill mm-hmm. everyone you love yeah. type of guy. And then you just have this nice dude. Yeah. You're like, well, what's with the nice dude?
1: Yeah. There's it just it's it's so fascinating when you first go into it. And then I'm sure we'll get to it later, but I think just the way they 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 use him throughout this season and then the way they develop him towards the end. It's yeah. just masterful. Yes. Or mayorful, I should say. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: Uh so the mayor seems more concerned with the cleanliness of Alan's hands than mm-hmm. with these Gruber brothers. <laughs> um is it Gruber? It's Gruber, right? I think so. Like okay. Hans Gruber,
1: I'm assuming. That's what I was preview. I was yeah. just like,
0: are we is this a diehard thing? Like, is anyone else being like diehard? I also know someone, know, um, an asian person whose mm-hmm. name is very close to nakatomi but not mm. but i keep wanting to call him nakatomi because why like, wouldn't you right yeah i used to yeah. remind myself like don't call him nakatomi don't yeah. call him nakatomi don't call him nakatomi <laughs> i gonna mean, look super racist if i do <laughs> i know that's just it it's, yeah. just like, it's just that it's not even racist it's just your name is really close to nakatomi and then yeah. gruber and then yeah. it's a good movie
1: motorola it's a whole thing
0: <sighs> i love this line yeah clean under your fingernails Dirk gets trapped there and germs and, and mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Specifically, <laughs> mayonnaise. How much mayonnaise is this guy eating? Yeah.
1: And that's, I think, like a perfect uh, word in, in another way because it's mayonnaise I've always found super creepy. Because um, <laughs> it's like, it's supposed to be this like yeah. this generic food thing that everyone puts uh-huh. on their sandwiches, but like, I was just looking at it like, how can you be eating that? It's so, I so have, gross.
0: I have actually like a very strong anger towards people that feel that way because i dated a guy for two years who was terrified of mayonnaise johnny hellman yes no who is terrified of literally being in the same room as food that contain contain mayonnaise well I, and when you're in your 20s yeah. you just want to like smack someone and be like yeah. oh my god grow up it's mayonnaise I, if you don't want to eat it cool yeah but calm the fuck down.
1: Well, I, I don't run away from it. No,
0: like, literally, if we went to Jimmy John's and I got a, a sandwich with mayonnaise on it, he couldn't sit next to me. He'd sit there, like, gagging and throwing up because my sandwich, not his, contained contain mayonnaise.
1: The mayonnaise, like, hit him as a child?
0: <laughs> right? I mean, like, come on. What? So, like, yeah. No, I know I've, I've known people that are terrified of mayonnaise and that, oh, it drives me crazy because it is an inanimate object.
1: But there is something, that, like, that... I think that's creepy about it is that it it seems so gross to like certain people, myself included, but it's so just generically like, oh, everyone just has mayonnaise. It's a
0: very American thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's just like everyone has mayonnaise and it's creepy. Or like a lot of times if you like hear about like a food from a different country that you're just not used to, you're like... Oh, you eat that? You put that on that? Mm-hmm. Ugh. And that just grisses you out because it's like, that's just a thing they do over there. And I it makes me feel sick, but it's just a thing that's normal over there. That's a whole different kind of creepy that is very appropriate to what the mayor is because he seems very normal and just like yeah, an everyday yeah. super sweet guy, maybe a little too nice. But he's also like a creepy guy who wants to do demony things.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I know. That's totally what he mm-hmm. is. So a school picture day. Mine always looked like I was a newscaster.
1: Yeah. I usually looked high. I wasn't ever. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, because you were. Yeah.
1: No. I, I uh, Don't do drugs, kids. Um, I didn't even try pot, and that's the only thing I've ever done as far as drugs go until college, and it's never been like my thing. Mm-hmm. But I always looked super high. Since like, I was a child in nice. pictures, I look very high.
0: Oh, no. Um, I definitely do when I'm like a little kid, Mm -hmm. but no, in high school, I'm always like miss newscaster, like (laughs) elbows out. And I'm so excited. Uh, they're on the nines. Yeah. No, that was me. Uh, Um, there was one year where I actually I was not informed of school picture day Oh, because the during our actual school picture Mm -hmm. day when like, it's like you pick out your outfit, you do your makeup, quaff the hair. I know you spent so much time quaffing your hair. Mm -hmm. It's a verb. Uh, we had a power outage. So they couldn't do the pictures oh. and no one told me when the makeup day was. Oh. So I showed up to school like in my like cheerleading sweats yeah. and like no makeup and like my hair was in a ponytail they're like, it's school picture day. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> it's
1: like, uh, sorry, uh, teach. Could I miss second period so I can go like deal with this?
0: Yeah. Right. Like there's, there's a lot of problems happening right now. <laughs> my mom plans on pl- buying like wallet sized pictures of this. I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Uh, So, Cordy believes she's a shoe in for homecoming queen. Mm -hmm. She volunteers to tell Buffy about yearbook pictures, but then gets distracted by campaigning. Meanwhile, (laughs) Faith and Buffy are training in the library.
1: Hello, short shorts.
0: I mean, who doesn't love some good short shorts? I do. I'm
1: just saying hello. Hello.
0: (laughs) Welcome. We enjoy your company. Faith convinces Buffy to take her to the dance. I wish, actually, I had done this. Like, you know, like I said, I I felt it like a requirement that I had to go to the dance. Mm -hmm. But I often went to the dance with someone I didn't want to. It's just like, get me a date. Mm -hmm. I definitely wish I had been more like, nah, I'm going to go with my girlfriend. I'm going to have more fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with being like... You know, girl power, love my friends. I yeah, end up dancing with my girlfriends anyway. Yeah. So why did boys need to be there in the first place?
1: Yeah, it's just like decoration. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I've got my corsage, my date. Uh, oh, no, what shoes am I wearing? I, I have to figure yeah. that out. Oh, yeah. No, I've got a date. Yeah, that that's sure. stupid, dumb accessory. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Later, Buffy asked her teacher from last year to write oh. her a glowing recommendation, <laughs> but the teacher doesn't even remember her. Oh. You can kind of understand this. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got 30 kids per class. You're only going to see this one once mm-hmm. a day. Yeah. And it's
1: that because she's always like again, missing class. This skipping. one in particular
0: is not there every day. And this was last year. Yeah. Uh, I do remember when it came time asking for, like, teacher recommendations yeah. for college, that, like, this got kind of awkward. That yeah. it's like, you know, I even went to a small high school, but it's, you know, you, again, 30 kids. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make a super big impression in a lot of classes, no matter how much yeah. you raise your hand. Just because you got good grades does not mean that, like, you went above and beyond. Mm-hmm.
1: Or that, yeah, they, they saw anything special. They're like, oh, no, you did everything right. hmm That's all I can say. Although I do feel the teacher could have been a little bit more tactful about it. Right,
0: no, she was straight up like, and who are you? Like, who uh, are you? Yeah, no. I'm pretty uh, sure this is probably
1: one of your former students. Probably not like a crazy hobo lady from the street.
0: Use context clues from (laughs) from the conversation, lady. She knows you. Figure it out.
1: You're in the high school right now.
0: Yeah. And who are you? Ugh. So at lunch, Buffy's reminiscing about her glory days at Henry, where she was popular and involved. Uh-huh. At Sunnydale, she'll just be listed as not pictured in the yearbook. Oh. Bummer. So she's pissed that Cordy was so focused on wooing votes
1: mm-hmm. that
0: she forgot to tell Buffy about yearbook pictures. Cordy insists that Buffy doesn't even understand how hard Cordy's working. This is super important. Uh, And so Buffy decides that as, like, revenge, she'll run as homecoming queen and beat Cordy. Is this a season one episode? Uh, Maybe, and it just got delayed. Yeah.
1: I I, I feel like this is, like, I, I can't wait to say this anymore. So much of this episode feels like every character is two years behind in their development from where they are it
0: really doesn't that's my biggest complaint about this episode is like who is this Cordy yeah this you guys is not... have been buddies for two years yeah you're dating one of her best friends like you've been there for everything yeah. who is this person and
1: it, and it seems like over like one tiny thing and I get yeah in high school like there can be stupid dumb fights where you're like I'm never gonna be your friend forever over dumb things but I feel like this group of people because you know they've had to stop like the apocalypse together sure and fight monsters together. They're probably a little less inclined to like blow shit out of proportion,
0: right? And uh, like, especially yeah. Buff. I mean, like, Cordy's had some advancement in terms of like realizing that she wants to. It's more important for her to do the right thing with Xander than it is to give him up for her popularity. Yeah. And like, we- she's learned this lesson yeah. already. She we've been we've done this. Yeah,
1: these characters have grown beyond this. Pretty much everything that's happening in in this episode that involves their, like, character growth. Yeah. Yeah. It's really disappointing.
0: Meanwhile, Mr. Trick is holding a contest Mm -hmm. of who can kill the Slayers. The contestants are the remaining Gorch brother (laughs) and his wife. Yep. Candy. Candy. The German brothers. Mm
1: -hmm. And their uh, wheelchair computer master.
0: Sure. Spiny-headed dude,
1: mm-hmm. the spiny-looking head things,
0: <laughs> and Crocodile Dundee. Yep. Okay. Um, question.
1: Answer. Uh, why is this not Kane, the werewolf hunter?
0: Right. I mean, they really made, like. I was actually going to ask you, is it because it looks like it? It looks like it is. Yeah. Like it's. It looks like him. He's got the same shtick.
1: Yeah, it's like, we've already established a Hunter character who has a beef against Buffy. Maybe, but but they got him back
0: for Angel. Maybe he didn't want to play that character.
1: Maybe, but it just seems like, it's, it's so weird that they bring back another character, which is like, it's cool, we have some continuity. But then they have a character that seems like a boring copy of a character we've seen that was the only good development in that episode, from my opinion. And then you don't bring him back. You just have a, a, a Xerox of him that doesn't have anything to do. Like, why even bother? Why even bother having that hunter character? Yeah. Like, a, every other assassin is much more interesting.
0: I actually was. I, I actually thought this was Kane. I and mean, you were going to be like, actually, Crestum, yeah. this is the same actor. It's Kane. They were just stupidly didn't state that. So that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Anyway, they call it Slayer, Slayer Fest 98. Weow. Ugh. Slayer Fest. I mean, no. Yeah. it's. It sounds like you're celebrating Slayers and you're not. You're killing them.
1: Yeah, which is not good.
0: Yeah. Slayer Death 98 would be better. (laughs) Later, Willow and Xander are trying on their homecoming outfits. They see each other in sexy formal wear. Uh And there is romantic music Uh playing in the background. And they're obviously turned on. They then practice dancing in oh no. said formal wear and oh no. then they kiss. Oh no. They Don't blame do the it. clothes and vow to never do it again. Yeah. How do you feel about this this turn of events? This is kind of a big deal.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. Um yeah, it's definitely the biggest thing that happens in this episode. Like I, I would almost say like this is if you're if you're not into, you know, watching every single episode when you rewatch something this could almost be skippable except that this is a really big development. Hmm. Um, and I I do have some mixed feelings because I do feel like it's a little, it's a little shittier of a thing that than you'd hope that these characters would do to like mm-hmm. cheat on their, um, their boyfriend, yeah, their yeah. girlfriends, the significant others. But I also understand it, like it is a very teenage thing and it is, it is an interesting development uh, to kind of play on the fact that it would make sense if you were platonic friends with somebody and um, all of a sudden, you, you know, reach
0: sexual maturity, you
1: reach maturity. You see them in a different light and you're like, Oh wait, this makes a lot more sense. And you get carried away because you're a dumb teenager.
0: Sure. And I think, I mean, look, it's interesting to me because I usually have such strong feelings about infidelity that mm-hmm. my go-to reaction in scenes like this is fuck you. Yeah. But I think because they feel such obvious guilt, I feel a little more yeah, compassion for them that like, oh, they're really trying to not feel these things, but they can't help it. And that, that feeling goes away when they start playing footsie opening openly in class. And it's like, yeah. um, you're not trying super hard, Yeah. but I, mean, especially this scene, you know, the one kiss and like, oh crap, we got to change out of mm-hmm. these clothes. It's the clothes. Yeah. We should not have done that. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like in at this age, your hormones are just ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And I I do feel like it, it it could have gotten boring as far as the season development goes if it was just like and we have a couple of happy couples and they're just going to be happy. Sure,
0: yes, and but I and I definitely feel that at, when I was this age, the idea of someone cheating on you was just more rampant. I mean, I was cheated yeah. on a bunch of times in high school, and and I think it has something to do with the lack of maturity mm-hmm. and then your hormones running crazy that like this should happen all the time and so-and-so made out with so-and-so and did you hear about this weekend at the oh party my oh my god
1: yeah. yeah it was always this weekend at a party somebody made sure. out with somebody else and she's like why Why are you guys going to these parties and making out with the people that are, you're not going out with
0: because they're drinking wine coolers oh no not Bartles <laughs> and James um, Boone's Farm Boone's Farm the next day at school, Buffy uh, has mapped out her homecoming competition and trying to enlist the Scoobies to help her bring down Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Did you read the board?
1: Um, I did read a summary of like what it says. Is okay. like, I like kept yeah.
0: pausing it and going. Like I, I probably yeah. could have gotten a screenshot at yeah. some website somewhere, but I kept doing the long way of like mm-hmm. pause it, rewind, pause yeah. it, rewind until I could read the board.
1: Oh yeah, I love the weakness, Bree.
0: Bree, i have really first off that is not a weakness brie is amazing brie is so good but it's such
1: a deep cut because um there's the the scene in one of the earlier episodes where both um xander and cordy are talking about how much they both hate (laughs) brie
0: so maybe that's her weakness that she hates brie when it's amazing because everybody loves brie yeah i I think that's what they meant it also lists Xander as a weakness, yeah. which, yeah. yeah. But that sucks because he's right in there. Like, yeah, Dude. he's in the meeting. Buffy, he's right there. Yeah. He's,
1: he's right in around. front of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so, like another girl's weakness is listed as PB craze, which I'm assuming is peanut butter. Yep, yeah. She's crazed for peanut butter. And that's the, uh, her weakness. Why is the craving for peanut butter? How crazy is she for peanut well, what butter? What has <laughs> she
1: done for peanut butter? Has she killed a man?
0: <laughs> or what has she done with peanut butter? Ew. Ew. Cordy shows up mid-speech. Buffy tries to act civil, but it seems Cordy has already enlisted the troops. Willow is making a database of voters. Mm-hmm. Xander is making flyers. And as Willow goes, so goes Oz's nation.
1: Yeah. I Until like it's, it's explained later that Willow felt guilty about kissing Xander. It feels like really out of character that she's like, oh, I'll help Cordelia. Like, oh, no, like, Buffy's your best friend.
0: I always took it as just because Cordy was campaigning before Buffy yeah. was that Cordy asked, asked first. Asked first. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's enough explanation for me that if mm-hmm. you asked me first, I'd be like, I'm sorry, but I'm already doing this for this other person. Yeah. And they're both friends. So it's like, I've got to go with the person who asked me first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they've they integrated this montage with Hunter Training montage, the, mm-hmm. the guys that are hunting yep. Buffy.
1: All the beep boop boop computers. Sure. And wrist knives.
0: Yeah, they... like Well, I mean, they're out of your forearms. Yeah. But the, what's impressive about those is, like, he does, like, the Spider-Man thing where he yeah. flings out his arms. And then, like... Wait five seconds for these things to slowly make their way out of your arms and then throw them. Like this is not a practical thing. Yeah,
1: regular knives would work a lot better. Yeah,
0: no, you could get those Throw these weird like troglodyte
1: shaped things out of your... Those things don't work.
0: So do people campaign for homecoming queen and king in your school or prom or whatever? Not
1: in a big way. Like there'd be occasionally like a poster people actually campaigned for president certain years a lot Mm. more
0: same with me people it was it was considered okay to campaign for a student body like Mm -hmm. that's a political thing of course you campaign but it was considered not okay to even express interest yeah. in being homecoming queen or prom. It was just yeah. considered tacky that yeah. like you usually, the second anyone got a whiff of like, Oh, this person really wants to be queen. Fuck them. Yeah. Like it, oh, it, it wow. would, pr- it was more like about the humility of like, Oh, this person deserves it. And that kind of thing. So there had to be all this false humility, but yeah. nobody ever campaigned new no way, shape or huh. form. You could never express that. Like I want to be homecoming queen. Like the second you said those words shunned, would not happen so this all this whole theme seems really weird to me
1: yeah well and it definitely seems weird that they they put so much money into it
0: yeah um yeah even my homecoming or my um student body president this there was not so much it was like a poster (laughs) yeah it
1: wasn't like i'm buying multiple baked goods
0: yeah maybe this is a small school thing because how big was your school uh, my
1: school's pretty big. I forget the exact like size, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was big. It was, it was fed by two different towns. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. That'll
0: yeah. do it. Yeah. No, we only had 500 people total. Yeah. So yeah. we were going to know everybody. Yeah.
1: That was probably close to maybe like an average class size. Oh yeah. No, my class yeah. was 150. Yeah.
0: And even less than 150 when you consider the people that didn't graduate. Hmm. Jonathan siding. Take a Yay! drink. Take a shot. <laughs> See Jonathan. Uh, he's okay with being paid for his vote. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, when he's like, Cordelia paid me $6, $8. Yes. You're like, okay, well, I can easily pay you 10
1: Yeah. Are you kidding me? And also, but like, then also like, that would add up so quick if that's what you were doing. Sure. Like, but this it doesn't be- make sense either way.
0: No. Buffy and Cordelia fight. Do you, Oh, I... I so here's where I really is like Cordelia is a different person. Yeah. So Buffy says, Did you have parents? And Cordy says, yeah, two of them. Unlike some people. Yeah. What? what? That's not even a burn, first off. That's just a statement. Yeah. Buffy only has one parent. So do a lot of people. That is not a reflection on Buffy or Buffy's family yeah. or their whatever. So what the fuck is Cordy doing?
1: Yeah. And it's just like such a dick move that it seems like the version of Cordy we are seeing outside of this episode, but at this time, might say that, might say that, but then immediately would be like, oh no, I just said a shitty thing. Yeah, she's like, no, like I'm saying this and I'm sticking by it.
0: No, this is where it, no, you're right. No. It's season one where yeah. you're like, no, uh, fine, I I I believe that Cordy from The Harvest or Cordy from The Witch yeah. would say this, but no after not. all they've been through together
1: yeah that she'd throw that and then not even feel bad about
0: it right no. and again someone coming from a single family home is not a burn <laughs> yeah
1: that's just like a shitty thing just like if anybody ever used that as an insult or used that kind of thing as an insult i know in my high school it would have been like that guy's just an asshole
0: right yeah exactly <laughs> it makes me think about um in south park when they make fun of Scott Malthuson for having diabetes, and you're like, that's not something you make fun of. Yeah. He just has it. That's just a medical condition that he has. Yep. I'm not calling having a single parent a medical condition. I'm just saying. It's just a fact.
1: You've got single parentitis.
0: <laughs> Later in Willow's bedroom, Willow is lamenting about the Buffy-Cordy fight while Xander thinks she's upset about their kiss. Yeah. Because when I look at you, it's like I'm seeing you for the first... And this kind of makes yeah. sense because for Willow, this is not new feelings. It's mm-hmm. old feelings coming yeah. back to the surface. Whereas for Xander, yeah, this maybe it's real part new. of his sexual awakening that he's yeah. like, "Oh crap. I'm yeah. just now realizing you're a female.
1: Yeah. And, like, and, and I totally get it in the sense of like, I know definitely for myself, it was a lot easier as a younger... Man getting involved in sexual feelings to be like, Oh, like I get what's sexy because I've been told what's sexy, sure. But it's like when you first realize, like, no, this is what I find sexy,
0: right? Yeah, and
1: then it's like, This is him like maturing into the like, no, like this is what I find sexy, like she's a good person and I, I love her as a friend and she's really cute. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, I don't, I don't have to go without with like the popular pretty girl,
0: exactly. Yeah. And then it makes me think about. I was friends with a guy um, in between junior high and high school. We were like best friends, spent every waking moment together that summer, always hanging out at each other's houses. And when people would be like, are you guys dating? We'd be like, ew, that's gross. What are you talking about? This is my buddy. And then sometime around the time school started was the time it was like, um, I mean, maybe we should tell people we're dating just as a joke because it's a joke. And then as a joke we should kiss, right? Because it's funny.
1: And then as like a joke we should go out, and then as a joke we should get engaged, and as a joke we should get married, and as a joke we should have a couple of kids, and as a joke I mean we should I, I grow stopped it.
0: I stopped it at the like, we never ended up dating. But yeah. that, I mean to me that was the same feeling of like. Oh, I'm just, it wasn't even like yeah. I never saw this person I've known forever. I just met them. But like going like mm. how quickly because I changed as a person, yeah. it went from totally friends. What are you talking about? That's weird to like, oh, you're Ooh. a member of the opposite sex. And, and that's and I'm,
1: who I'm attracted and to. And maybe
0: I kind of dig you a bit. Yeah.
1: Another question this brings up. How does Andrew keep getting all the cute girls?
0: He's really on a roll. Yeah.
1: Like he is just like killing it.
0: Yeah, no, first Cordy, then he almost kisses Buffy. Yeah,
1: like, what?
0: Like, what's going on? And then has Willow on the DL, Mm -hmm. like, screw demon women. He's doing fine. Yeah, he's
1: doing fine with women who aren't giant Brain Man.
0: Homecoming night, Buffy enters the limo to find Cordy already there with a note from the Scoobies. They want them to take the limo ride to work it out. Okay, but how long is this limit? Right? Exactly. I'm <laughs> like, work it out. The, the drive from anywhere in my town to my mm-hmm. high school where this dance clearly yeah. is is max five minutes. I mean, granted, small town.
1: But even in like a a relatively big town, like this is like a suburb. This is like a moderately big suburb from what we know of the population on the sign and just like general things, despite it having giant museums and airports possibly. Right. But like the size (laughs) of the town. Suburb. We know it's a suburb.
0: There's nowhere in a suburb that takes that
1: long to get to. I mean,
0: it's a long ride. Yeah. And also like They've got a lot to work out. Like, mm-hmm. Cordon said some shitty yeah.
1: Maybe, Maybe they told the, like, chauffeur to take the long way. But, I mean, they take a really long way. Sure.
0: The Scoobies also get the girls' corsages. Cordy took the orchid.
1: hmm so, But, oh, no. It's an evil chauffeur. It's an evil chauffeur. Yeah, who is this chauffeur? I think he's supposed to be one of the... the um, he's
0: got to be one, of, like, in on Mr. Trick's... Dude. Is he one of
1: the brothers? No.
0: I think he's one of Mr. Trick's, like, employees. Okay. Uh, he's it's, running It seems like show. we're supposed
1: to know yeah. who he is. I don't.
0: Uh, so they're not at school. They're in the forest. They find a TV and a VHS tape.
1: And a giant sign on it. Press play. Like, I think they were going to figure it out, In buddy. case
0: one of them is nearsighted. You don't know.
1: I guess.
0: You don't wear your glasses to the dance, Mike.
1: But I don't know. If I'm driven out into the middle of nowhere... The the car parks. I see a TV and a VCR, and this, this is a time period where people know what VCRs are.
0: But this is sexist. They think the women don't know how to work them. That's, <laughs> That's <HR> it.
1: Day. <laughs> <laughs> like all oh, these dum dums, they won't have any idea because all their
0: breasts. This is brand new. <laughs> it's so hard to press play when your breasts are. In <laughs> <dark>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting press. <laughs>
1: Uh. <laughs> i hope that everyone listening is just really picturing a woman having such trouble trying to press a button on a vcr oh and for our l- younger uh, listeners a vcr is this thing where you put this weird little square thing about the size of like an ipad but like <laughs> Thicker. 10 times as thick. Yeah. <laughs> um, you put it in there and it would play like one thing. Yeah. And like, if you've ever seen like a TV signal, um, TV are kind of like iPads, but bigger and they go on like a stand. Um, <laughs> but it would be kind of fuzzy. And it was literally because we used tape, magnetic tape. I know that sounds insane, but it's a thing that everyone used to do.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. So, um, in case these dumb dumb girls don't know how to work <laughs> a VHS player, <laughs> uh, press play. Uh, it informs them the rules of Flayer, Slayer Fest '98. Uh, clearly, these guys think that Cordy is Faith because they have. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they state earlier they actually see this, that like, yeah. they don't really. They're not really familiar with Faith. But mm-hmm. she's got dark hair. She hangs out with Buffy. They're yeah. supposed to be the first two picked up in the limo. That makes yeah. sense.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that that doesn't bug me. What does Punky be is that they splurged on a, like, semi-professional logo for this tape. Where it's like, Slayer Fest 98. Like, you didn't really have to do that. They're only going to see this once and then presumably be killed.
0: But, I mean, Mr. Trick is laying the foundation of Slayer Fest 99. I mean, they can keep going yeah, because yeah. there's going to be more Slayers.
1: Oh, that's right. So he wants to make it like like a pay-per-view event yeah. for evil people. Yes. And, you know, demons. That He's
0: kind of very thing. business-minded. We've learned that, that before. I could see that. So Cordy actually saves Buffy from Crocodile Dundee's bear trap, and he ends up stepping in his own. I like how Buffy swings mm-hmm. the bear trap at yeah. him. Uh, she takes his gun. Meanwhile, at the dance, Willow and Xander are consumed with guilt. Mm-hmm. Faith is mad that Scott is there with another girl, mm. so she implies that Scott gave her VD. Yay! I do love this because I, I, it's a nice button on the end of the scott story yeah. however his reaction makes me think he actually has vd
1: yeah it's like how did you know
0: yeah no he's not like girl she is lying i don't know what she's talking about he's just like uh,
1: uh sorry i was gonna tell you
0: yeah you're like oh no this it's like, I-
1: oh buffy buffy dodged a bullet there
0: dodged a bullet yeah no he definitely really has vd she's
1: not buffy the herpes slayer
0: <laughs> oh no we need the ointment for that Buffy and Cordelia bunker down in some dilapidated cabin. Cordy's terrified until Buffy reminds her of the homecoming race and pisses her off. <laughs> like, where is that damn weapon? Yeah,
1: <laughs> that Gigi uses a spatula.
0: A spatula. However, there is a telephone, but the Germans are able to track and disconnect it
1: on computer.
0: On computer. <laughs> um, why am I bored already?
1: Um, this is the point of the
0: episode where I'm like, I'm really bored. I'd like to go eat something and not be looking at this TV right now.
1: Because none of these like, hit men characters are interesting.
0: They're not. They're really not. They're not really super threatening because yeah. she's beaten much worse. Yeah. I think it might be more interesting if Cordelia was a hindrance here.
1: But she really doesn't seem to be. Like at first she's like a little like, oh what what would she do? But then she's like, Oh, I'll listen to her. I mean she saves Buffy
0: from Crocodile Dundee. Mm -hmm. Maybe if the formal wear was a problem, like it just seems like why this shouldn't be that big a problem. Or like Mm -hmm. if it's Slayer Fest and they're in some sort of Hunger Games arena, there should be more booby traps or something.
1: Yeah. Or or you can make it really crazy and somehow make it an accident where they don't even I know they, like, want to have Buffy and Cordelia work out their stupid, dumb fight, but th- this would be, like, a real overhaul of the whole episode. Make it a situation where they completely screw up, and it's, like, maybe Willow and Cordelia is who they get by mistake.
0: Oh, see, so that'd be more interesting. And then, like,
1: it would be a real challenge for yeah. them to kill all these people, but Buffy, it's, like, I fought, like, the master, and I yeah. killed my own boyfriend, and, like... You know, I'm some guy worried. with a rifle isn't that scary to me, no. honestly. Or, you know, the Stegosaurus with a tank top. It's not that scary. <laughs> I can deal with it.
0: Cordy and Buffley finally hash it out. Why do you care about homing when you do stuff like this? Because this is all I do. I mm-hmm. get that. That yeah. makes sense to me about, like, sometimes I just want to be a girl. Um, but spiny-headed dude interrupts. They fight. The Germans launch a rocket into the house.
1: Which they need to get, like, computer guidance for when it looks like...
0: It's two feet away. Yeah,
1: it's like, um, I think I shoot at the I'm house, pretty much right? looking
0: right at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're farsighted. <laughs> and wouldn't they see the house better? I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what the two are, really. <laughs> I know one means you can't see up close and one means you can't see far away, but I always get them mixed up. <laughs> They have air they're not 2020 that's what i'm Maybe saying.
1: they're both blind.
0: That would make shit more interesting.
1: Yeah, and that's why they have to keep getting like these instructions for this old guy <laughs> cuz they're just some really strong but completely blind guys.
0: Cuz their Germans are very literal. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't laughs> they know. have to be told
1: exactly what to do.
0: That Buffy and Cordy jump through the window but Spiny headed dude is trapped and blows up at the library. Gorch is holding Giles hostage.
1: Which happens off screen that he like knocks Giles out, which I sure. feel is a real low point for Giles.
0: Well, I got to say of like Gorch is generally treated as like a really stupid character. Yeah. This is the smartest goddamn plan of anyone in this whole episode.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah, it's so weird. It's such a weird I'm actually choice.
0: kind of proud of him in yeah. this moment. Like, oh. I underestimated you. Mm-hmm. You had the long-term plan, knowing that eventually she's coming back to this dude. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're all good. Yeah. The cops show up and arrest Mr. Trick. Uh, Buffy and Cordy show up at the library. They discover Gorch and Candy, mm-hmm. and they fight. Buffy stakes Candy with the handle of the spatula.
1: Which did not seem to be wooden.
0: Or sharpened.
1: Yeah, so it's like, I would just, I stuck this this soft plastic into not even your heart. That was another, it's another case of gut heart. <laughs> no, in um,
0: plastic gut heart. Yeah. He has an allergy.
1: Yeah, like, the Gorge's suck. <laughs> They're going to the be worst. taken down by anything. <laughs> They're terrible fighters. One of them gets scared off by Cordelia.
0: I mean, really? So Buffy is knocked out, and then Cordy bluffs Gorch into running away by mm-hmm. saying, I'm the real slayer. Yeah. Buffy isn't as scary as me. Mm-hmm. Ugh. fine
1: whatever i don't
0: just get it over with that's fine sure this is a way to get rid of them i don't it's at this point in the episode
1: where it's just like ripping off a band like whatever gets it done the fastest
0: sure <laughs> yeah I it's it's not like i want it dragged out more but i definitely am not a fan of this moment it's not like go oh. cordy like no this wouldn't happen yeah this
1: it's like silly it's it's it seems dumbed down in a way that is really not typical of the show where it's I could see this moment on a lot of other shows, and but
0: he was, he was <sighs> so he was. To me, it's like because he was aware he was fighting Faith and mm-hmm. Buffy, two yeah. Slayers. He's fought one of them before, mm-hmm. so the person he thinks is Faith just talks him into being like I'm super badass.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, then why are you even there, buddy?
0: Right, exactly.
1: If you're that much of like a. A wimpy coward about it.
0: Right. Buffy figures out they're being tracked via those corsages they got. I kind of do like, from a girl point of view, I like the idea of putting your corsage on the back of your dress. It just seemed practical. I liked it. They're like, oh, I'm just, this is where I'm going to put this.
1: Yeah. Although it does seem a little odd that throughout all of this, neither one of them like damaged their corsage or just like felt like, I just need to take this off. Like, when that you're kinda, being chased th- That's around. why
0: like, I kind of feel I like it on the back of her dress. Yeah. She kind of forgot it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, And the wrist corsages, you would. They stay on and you're whatever.
1: When you're fighting demons?
0: I mean, I mean the wrist part was... The flower would fall apart instantly. And
1: yeah. you'd see so. the tracker.
0: Exactly. Uh, so Buffy fashions them into a giant spitball and tags one of the Germans with it, causing them to shoot each other.
1: How do you know that's going to work? How do you know that's how they're doing everything? Like... I don't know. There's just so that many.
0: I mean, to me, that makes sense. They're sh- they they're tracking them for a reason. They think that the the GPS tracker dot whatever is Buffy. So if someone says she's there, but
1: how does Buffy know that that's exactly what they're doing? Not that it's just like, oh, we found her location. Let's go in there and find her. How do they know that like minutes, minutes, second, second, they're tracking her and they're not going to like use their eyes?
0: I mean, they had the- okay, yeah, sure.
1: There's no reason for her to know that. We yeah. know that because we've seen all this. There's no no way that she could have deduced this. Okay. That this plan would work. It makes no sense.
0: Okay. Uh, meanwhile, the mayor has brought Mr. Trick to his office. I like the line mayor! Of- well, that's an exciting
1: suit. I love that too. I read my notes too. I love <laughs> just that line.
0: Exciting. Yeah. And not even it's not even like if a girl said it it would be a burn. Yeah. But he just asks me he's like, oh.
1: That's an exciting that's suit. That's an
0: exciting suit.
1: Yeah. It's like he's not trying to be mean. He's just like he, he feels like, oh, this is something I I need to comment on because it's different.
0: He on yeah. I think he honestly believes, like, oh, what exciting colors. Yeah. Those are bright. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> he wants Mr. Trick on his team and implies that rebellious children mm-hmm. A.K.A. Slayers need to be dealt with. Yep. At the dance, the Homecoming Queen is announced as
1: else.
0: a tie between two girls we've never met, but definitely not Cordy or Buffy.
1: You hit it, I guess. I don't know.
0: So what's the lesson in Homecoming?
1: D- don't watch this episode.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. There's no like, lesson. Don't
1: don't be an asshole to your know. friends because sure. of homecoming. I yeah,
0: like. I, I some. And I think there's. They make some comments about competition in here, and like I think it's it's weird because on one side they say competition is healthy because mm-hmm. that helps Cordy kill we'll be strong in the face of spiny headed dude at the same time. Yeah. It ruins their friendship. So whatever muffled message. Don't care.
1: Muffled everything in this episode. It's too, yeah. And it's weird. Cause when we're going back to watch this, I don't remember loving this episode, but I don't remember it being like horrible and rewatching it this time. I'm like, this is bad.
0: I remembered it being boring. I remember it being like, I don't really care. Yeah. I still think it's better than beauty and the beast because I'm not straight up offended.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely better than that.
0: Um, um but it's, it's still boring. I still don't give a shit who wins Homecoming Queen. Yeah, and it
1: just seems like really, re- like characters are all regressed. There's Because they're so far from where they actually are in the in, in this series mm. that any development that would be happening in this episode doesn't matter because at best you're getting back to where you should have been at exactly. the start.
0: Exactly, yeah. So the stakes are super low because I don't care about homecoming yeah so stakes nothing uh slayer fest 98 i know what's gonna happen buffy's gonna win i'm not worried stakes nothing in terms of character development like you said at we're gonna end up right back where we were so stakes Mm -hmm. nothing the only thing that happens in this episode is willow and xander that's a thing that's interesting. Yeah, that's
1: the only reason to watch this episode unless you like haven't seen it near completest. Uh then like yeah watch every episode um, but like if you're rewatching and you're looking for episodes to skip I think this is probably one because I mean you you here's here's what you need to know Um, Xander and Willow kiss when they're trying out homecoming outfits. They feel weird about it, but it doesn't stop them from kissing again. Right. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Nothing else of importance happens in this episode.
0: Well, and because that stuff kind of happens in band candy, I think you can just skip this. Yeah. I think I literally watched Buffy, watched season three with non-Buffy fans and been like, look, we're going to skip homecoming Xander and Willow kiss. We're moving on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, it's, it makes a lot of sense and just spitballing Here's some ideas to make this episode palatable. Do it. Um, one, how about having Slayer Fest actually be Buffy and Faith, maybe have them separate, so then it's actually your first time to see, is Faith really as good as Buffy? Interesting. That's an interesting concept. Sure. Again, the concept of having it being like Willow and Cordelia, so it's two people who don't have any superpowers having to deal with Slayer Fest 98. Great. I'm worried for them. Yeah. Maybe have it have um, the whole competition thing ring. Uh, you could have that ring a lot more true if you give more backstory or motivation as to why this is specifically important to them, other than just like we like doing these things because we're in high school and we like doing these things, which we've already said that kind of stuff before. Oh, so the homecoming's important, yeah. Maybe there's some specific reason, there's some backstory I mean, behind I th- it. I
0: think they tried to do that with. Buffy and her whole like last school story.
1: But that's stuff we've heard before. Yeah. And there's nothing new that makes it interesting. I feel like it's it's stuff we've already seen done better in other episodes. Here's an idea. Have some second meaning to the word homecoming. Ooh. Like have, have this be an episode where a character other than a Gorch brother comes back. Yeah. Because like that just seems like the laziest thing to me is of all the cool things you could do with the idea of of homecoming and you could bring characters back you could bring ideas back they think that it's, it's homecoming in the sense of you get a Gorge brother and a bunch of tired ideas that you've already explored much better in other episodes right that's the double meaning behind homecoming in this episode
0: I still think you could also like just to Again, make the stakes higher. I'm not worried in this quote unquote Slayer Fest. Exactly. But so ma- make, rig the game a little bit more. Yeah. Make it more booby trap. Make it mm-hmm. some sort of arena type thing, not just we're in the forest and can run out anytime we yeah. like. Yeah.
1: And it, it makes it no bigger than any other threat they've faced, really. Exactly. Or another idea, maybe build up a little bit more in this episode the idea of what if Faith took over, what if there is a chance Buffy could die in this and we have a slayer as a backup and it could be a like this could be a really crazy moment in the series where it even stops being Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Crazy. That would be really exciting. They never did that. Never did that. But no, there's no stakes. It's time to put Homecoming back on the shelf and open the books on Band Candy. Buffy and Giles are multitasking in a cemetery <laughs> while waiting for a VAM to rise. They work on SAT prep. <laughs> Did you prep for your SATs?
1: Not really. Me
0: neither. <laughs> we t- we t- I took an SAT prep test
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I just, I didn't study. I was like, Because of my point of view, like this is supposed to be testing what I w- learned throughout all of high school. Yeah. So prepping is cheating. Like I was just like, what's, no, what's yeah, the point? Like th- this should tell me what I actually learned.
1: Yeah. And I also like, not to be like bragging myself, but I was kind of like, I know I'm not going to get into Harvard because I get a perfect SAT score. Sure. I know my limits at least that much. I, I'll probably do okay and yeah. be able to use it for whatever, you know.
0: Exactly. So the vamp shows up. She stakes him with her number two pencil. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Meanwhile, the mayor and Mr. Trick <laughs> are me- <laughs> are meeting about a demon who needs his tribute. I, I really like this idea, the idea mm-hmm. that like every politician needs to keep campaign promises <laughs> uh, and on the helout that includes mystic rituals. Yep. I like that. I just <laughs> just taking it again, yeah. the idea of the show taking reality one step further. Mm-hmm. I also love the gag of you know that's what separates me from other politicians. and he opens up that cabinet <laughs> full horrible, of like
1: voodoo death cabinet. crazy de- yeah. I'm
0: like I keep my promises. <laughs> and then he checks a skull for his scotch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh. I do like it.
1: You're a real weirdo. You keep your scotch on a skull.
0: I mean, even worse, he's lost his scotch. Remember where that shit is. Yeah. And you know,
1: the skulls, that's where you keep your vodka. Have you learned nothing from Dan Aykroyd?
0: What is that from? What are you looking at?
1: No, he has his own... Old... You have not heard this? Okay. Uh, first of all, sorry, I still love a lot of his work. Dan Aykroyd has gone insane in recent years. I
0: kind of love that.
1: Um, he has his own line of uh, vodka that I believe is filtered through diamonds just because, and it's Crystal Skull Vodka, it's served in a bottle that's shaped like a skull, and he also believes in a lot of weird conspiracies, and the reason it's the Crystal Skull is because, if you've ever seen the horrible Indiana Jones movie, King of the Crystal Skull, there is actually like this weird theory that, because there are skull-shaped crystals around the world that presumably were made before they should have had the ability to make these things, that it somehow involves
0: aliens. I've actually heard that we still don't have the technology to make... Lawless crystal skulls. Yeah.
1: So aliens. And that's why he has this uh, vodka. So guys, if you're upset about the fact that there's a new Ghostbusters movie made with all ladies, <laughs> think about the horror show that would have been a Dan Aykroyd penned Ghostbusters
0: 3. I mean, let's also say if you don't like the idea of female Ghostbusters, fuck you. Yeah. Just fuck you. <laughs> And there already
1: has been one in several episodes of The Real Ghostbusters. Janine Melnitz has asked us the Ghostbusters uh, nice. several times, has saved the Ghostbusters ass.
0: Yep. All good. Also, vodka's gross, so don't drink that <laughs> vodka. Vodka's nasty.
1: Well, I don't endorse that. It's a good mixer if you don't want to taste the alcohol too much.
0: I mean, I taste it. It tastes like rubbing alcohol. Mmm. Yummy.
1: I also like in this episode, uh, in this uh, scene, the fact that they kind of suddenly hint at there's somebody that's going to take care of this thing that's been here before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool. It's like, ooh, who is it going to be? Immediately, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I think your first guess, if you haven't seen the episode, it's like, oh, is it going to be Spike? That would be my first guess.
0: But I was then, trying to think when I was watching this, like, who would I guess that would be? Yeah. And I think I would just be like, I don't know. I don't,
1: yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, could be maybe the master's bag. I don't know. Um, but yeah, of course, it ends up being who it ends up being, which is awesome. But I like that little bit of foreshadowing.
0: Yes. Buffy is feeling overscheduled between her mom and Giles. In the cafeteria, Snyder is handing out candy bars. But they're not for eating. They're for selling. He's forcing everyone to sell band candy, whether or not they're in the band. I kind of like this. (laughs) I I mean, I kind of like this is completely unrealistic and like this is not the way it works. But I like that because Snyder is just such a big asshole that I believe it. Like everyone's
1: selling candy for the band because I want you to.
0: He's such a Nazi. I'm like, yeah, no, that's exactly what Snyder would do.
1: Oh, uh, by the way, if you're playing the uh, Buffy drinking game, they do on their way to the cafeteria pass a widespread panic poster. So take a shot.
0: (laughs) Widespread panic. (laughs) Later, Buffy succeeds in convincing her mom to buy candy bars. But not in letting her take the driver's exam.
1: When I was first rewatching this, I thought like, "Oh, why wouldn't she let Buffy drive?" Oh, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Later on, I'm like, "Oh yeah, no, Joyce is right." Yeah, that Joyce makes a lot of is sense. So right.
1: Because like my first thought was, but she's like slays vampires. Why wouldn't you let her? Like, oh no, this is a very specific thing. Like, yeah, because that would just make it that much easier for her to do this.
0: Yeah. Thing. Again, I'm I'm thinking like, what? I mean, I definitely took my driver's exam on my 16th birthday, mm-hmm. but it was like, I cannot wait to get this shit. Yeah. Um but so like you know the first time I watched this I remember being like it is so weird that she doesn't ha- that none of the Scoobies except for Cordy no. have a driver's license um, and at least for in the case of Buffy I get it especially yeah. in this episode I'm like no I get it do not get that girl behind a, the wheel of a car for several reasons yeah Buffy bails on her mom to train with Giles he blindfolds her and asks her to throw the ball at him so that she can find a Um, an opponent in complete darkness Mm -hmm. when she doesn't have the vision. Uh, She not only does it, but she does it with the bank shot. Yeah. It's a shame that nowhere in this episode is she in complete darkness and therefore uses a skill.
1: But she's already kind of learned this before. Right. I mean, and as what she
0: demonstrates in this this scene about like, yeah, I got it. I'm moving on. I'm fine.
1: But I I don't mind that too much just because I feel like it... uh, it almost kind of serves as a, a little uh, kind of wink to the audience of like, yeah, we know. In in this kind of show, they'll be like, we learn this lesson about how to do something, and then we use it later on in the episode. Like, it's it's almost like a little wink to that of like, yeah, we're gonna do this, but we're not really gonna do this.
0: Gotcha. I do. I do like that she that. Giles thinks that he's her because yeah. she moves away from him and throws the ball and he's like, Aha, ha ha, that was not that easy and she, it's actually a big yeah. shot and he hits him right yeah. in the face. As, he,
1: as he's like basically chastising her for getting it wrong he gets hit in the head.
0: Yeah, I feel like she couldn't get out of training if she didn't do this. That yeah. She was just like, no, oh, I got it, I'm fine. She bails on Giles and says it's because mom wants her home mm-hmm. but she actually sneaks off to the mansion where Angel is doing Tai Chi.
1: Such fan service.
0: So we can see him with his shirt off. Yeah.
1: Like, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and just a just long shot mm-hmm. of him with his shirt off. Buffy gets home late to find that she was caught in her lie.
1: I love the reveal of uh, Giles just, like, stepping out from behind the wall. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Giles and Mom know she wasn't with either of them. I like that throughout this whole thing they don't actually say anything. Buffy never stops them to be like what's going on, but they're mm-hmm. just continuously eating candy. Yeah. Through this whole thing. And like it would be fine because like the you know, they the Buffy sold them multiple candy bars mm-hmm. to both of them until like the very last shot of this scene that they just sit down on the couch and they're both eating a candy bar yeah. and then like opening a new one as they're already eating mm-hmm. one that you're like what the shit? Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I, li- I like, cause it's, it's just subtle enough that if you haven't seen the episode, like it might ring a little weird. And especially if you know the, ep- the episode title, like band candy, there's must be something with band candy, but it's not like so ridiculous. Like, it's you just know, enough
0: for you to be like, something's up. Yeah.
1: It's not like everyone in New York is eating pizza from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. It's like, that's a little weird guys.
0: <laughs> it's, fun <though. laughs> it's fun though. Cause Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and pizza. Hey, I know. But fun. Like, it makes me always want to eat pizza,
1: it does make me hungry as much for pizza. as I
0: don't like pizza.
1: I think we're gonna have to end this podcast right I know. now.
0: I'm an alien, I yeah. don't like pizza unless probably watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you're like, pizza, you should all watch the time. Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles more, more often. Then. I
0: should, it's a great movie <laughs> or a great series.
1: And I feel like this is the first scene where if you're a Giles Joyce shipper. Yes. Start your engines going. First off, you next should be couch. a
0: Giles-Joy shipper because oh, they make a cute couple. Giles! <laughs> Giles! <laughs> they do make a cute couple. Oh. So Buffy wants some freedom. Giles and Joyce brings up Buffy's recent absence as proof that she can't be trusted with freedom, which is a good fucking point. Oh,
1: yeah. It's like, you you ran away for months.
0: Yeah, you've had enough freedom, honey. However, <laughs> um, how actually however, actually the Buffy does, too, With all the freedom she had in L.A., she did okay. She took care of herself. It's not like she went off and did a bunch of heroin, and became a prostitute. Like she's like she proved like I can handle myself. Mm -hmm. I get that (laughs) that Joyle, Joyle's doesn't don't like that lesson, but like it's it's legit
1: yeah yeah and like at first it seems a little bit like we're rehashing the old responsibility arguments we've had in other episodes but the fact that it's now in the light of she has run away and lived a life in LA for a couple of months it makes it a little fresher because there's both sides have kind of new fuel for this argument
0: yeah guess who's back back again Ethan Ray.
1: Tell up, friend.
0: I love him. I love him too. I, I love just, him so much. I,
1: I love because it's something you don't get enough on the show. I think it's like a really cowardly villain.
0: Yeah, and he just owns it. He's like, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm I'm a shit. And yeah. I know it. And that's fine. <laughs> and
1: and I I love the running joke of uh, you know, uh uh Ethan Rupert, run away.
0: <laughs> so he's in charge of packaging the candy bars, so we know that. It's not a good thing. And that's a shit ton
1: of candy that bars. a lot
0: of candy bars. How I many mean, more are they shipping out? I could probably eat that real quick.
1: Because I must imagine like, oh, Ethan Red is planning on using this for other schemes. And that's why he's making so much. Because they're making a lot of chocolate after, presumably, all the chocolate charity be out being eaten right, by the parents. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a good point.
1: Yeah. So I'm assuming he planned on... Either keeping this running or more likely like shipping, getting this all into like some trucks and moving on to do this again someplace else for profit or just to serve chaos. Uh,
0: So Giles is late for study hall, which is very unlike him. Mm -hmm. Did you also hear about this rule that if a teacher was more than X number of minutes late, you could just bail? I heard 10 or 15 was also 15. 15 usually. It
1: actually happened in my school once. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. So what, like people just left? Yeah. All right. What yeah. they do? Cause they still hit another class in forty-five minutes.
1: Just kind of hung out. Okay. Like we we weren't allowed to like leave the school, but okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, in college, a professor once emailed uh, that a class was canceled after it was supposed to already have started, and this was before anyone had smartphones. So we were all just sitting in Ugh. class for like a half hour because it was it was one of those things that like was like a three-hour class. Yeah being like well do we leave what's up and then someone one person had their laptop with them and they're like oh we got an email it's canceled we gotta go
1: it's so dumb it's shitty yeah
0: so xander and willow were playing footsie uh i mean it's kind of cute
1: but also if they f- weren't in relationships
0: they were, if they were i mean the cordy is right there yeah. just kind of shitty such a
1: shitty thing to do
0: and after i mean, again it's i mean
1: i mean part of me is like I can't judge you too harshly, Xander, because it is Allison Hannigan, Willow. Sure. But, like, don't do that. Either it's of you. It's not even
0: that. It's, it's the idea that, like, before Oz and Cordy, it's not like Xander and Willow were a little less popular with all these prospects. Mm-hmm. So yeah. some part of me feels like they should be more grateful. But like Yeah, it's
1: a little greedy in a way. Yeah. In addition to just being like generally shitty, it's greedy in a way. It's like, you no, know, I want to have my, my boyfriend and my girlfriend, and I kind of want to fool around with my friend.
0: Yeah. yeah. I You know, I've been, before this, I was super lonely and constantly complained about being mm-hmm. single. Now I'm going to risk this happiness yeah. for some footsie under the table. Mm-hmm. Like, you no yeah.
1: But good footsie acting, I got to say. I mean,
0: Sure. Uh, I I remember, I mean, like footsie to me never really makes sense as much as the like, I do remember the like, when you like someone, you let you subtly let your legs touch under the table. Mm, That was like a, that was like a move of mine of like, let's see if like one of us moves away.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Or like the, I'm just going to like put my hand on like your near your knee,
0: not touching you, but near you. And just
1: like, May- maybe if you move a little bit, I'll be kind of touching your knee. And so someone's like,
0: oh, excuse me, your, your like, knee's kind of in my space. Oh, whoop, uh, sorry. Nope, Moving, nope. Moving, got the signal. Ex-nay, abort mission. Dive, dive, dive. <laughs> <laughs> so as Barton shows up, but she has no interest in being in something Hall either, so she tells the can they can leave early. That's great. Mm-hmm. Concerned about Giles' absence, Buffy goes to his home to check on him. Joyce is there. The two of them say that they're coordinating Buffy's schedule. Nana. Yay. I'm so excited, Mom and Giles, that you're coordinating my schedule to make it work better for you. They yeah. really didn't get the <laughs> concept of this argument. Yeah. Uh, Joyce lets Buffy drive her car home, mm-hmm. which I mean, should have been like, are you drunk?
1: Yeah. What's going on here?
0: Because she's like, okay, bye. Like, no, you don't even have your permit. What's yeah. that? No, 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 no. After Buffy leaves, Giles sparks up a cigarette. Mm-hmm. His accent becomes way more middle class, yeah. and Joyce starts drinking. <laughs> Ooh. So something's up. I like these people. I want to hang out with these people. They yeah. day, just need more fun. Later, Buffy and Willow are driving fast. Yeah.
1: Buffy's not a good driver. <laughs>
0: this is where I was like, oh, Joyce. I get it. Do not give that woman yeah. your license, a license, or the keys to your car. Yeah. She is terrible. Mm-hmm. Willow, I feel like might be the opposite problem. I feel like yeah. if you gave her a driver's license, she, she would
1: ride that brake so hard. Yeah,
0: no, she'd be going twenty miles under the yeah. speed limit, and you'd be like, "Girl, speed up."
1: <laughs> I do like um, the detail of uh, did you know your parking brake was on? Um, because I actually have done that before.
0: We all have. It's okay. Um,
1: and it was kind of a chronic problem this one summer where um, my brother had a Ford Festiva that he kind of loaned to me for this uh, summer. It's this little escape pod of a car about the size of like a dining room table. Um,
0: I wanted one yeah. because I drove a Crown Vic Uh huh. and high school me, yeah. Crown Vic... The size yeah. disparity. I just wanted a small car to park. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was
1: like the opposite of a clown car. It's like, who's going to get out of that giant car? Oh, just like a tiny woman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like this doesn't make any so sense. I can't park this shit. Um,
1: but I actually, I think with the Ford Festiva, that happened a couple times. And it, it was so bad that eventually it got to the point where, and since it was, you know, old fashioned stick shift, you really did need the parking brake on it. The regular brakes were not great. So, There's one time where it actually just kind of slid out of where it was parked. Oh no! And into a chain link fence.
0: Oh no! There's
1: no damage, but like I get woken up in the uh, like at 6 a.m. or something when I was gonna get up at seven, and uh, my mom was saying like, "Why did you park the car there?" (laughs) I was like, "What? Like you know you can't park like that." Like like what? And somebody had like. I probably with their bare hands because it was such a tiny car, like pushed it to the side oh, no. so that they could get out. Oh, no. Yeah, but. It's okay. So I've backed into a parked podcast. car twice. The same one? No. Oh.
0: Two different parked cars. Yep. Backed up into them. Nice. Yep. Doing my best to continue that stereotype of girls can't drive.
1: Well, don't worry. Um, Slayers can't drive either. So. Okay.
0: So what you're saying is, I am a Slayer. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's what this
1: podcast has been leading up to. Yep. We're going to introduce you to the world as the, the real Slayer. That's why
0: I have a real stake. <sighs> Back at Giles, he enjoys our listening to records, and um, I mean, that's kind of it. Right? They're just kind of... they're and smoking
1: cigarettes. I feel like...
0: Cigarettes? The, Are cigarettes supposed to be a stand-in for weed here?
1: I think so. And I really feel like in this scene, it would have worked a lot better if they were just smoking joints.
0: That'd be fine. Are yeah. they not allowed to show it? I feel like they're probably, not allowed to show probably it. Probably
1: that. Or they just didn't want to, like... Because I know, like, definitely, and we'll get to it later, there's some, like, smoking bad messages. Maybe they didn't want to, like, risk the idea of, like, you know, if there's some 14-year-old kid watching this, they'd get the idea to, like, start smoking cool, pot from Giles.
0: it. Cool, Yeah. yeah. So they're just, they're laying around listening mm-hmm. to records, which is not something that adults generally do, especially yeah. like li- literally laying on the floor. Yeah. Just listening to up. records. Yeah. The Bronze is seen an older, roundier crowd than usual. <laughs> Ms. Barton is clearly high. Yep. Like not even drunk, but super high. Yeah. Snyder is... Really excited. <laughs> I
1: love Baby Snyder!
0: He's so happy. <laughs> he's so happy to be hanging out in Fun City with the game. Oh, he's such a dork. Oh, we learn so much about this character oh, in this episode. Everything you need to know. Because yeah. it's here's the thing. He's not just like this dork, and he's not a shit about being a dork. He's this dork that like it's not even just that he wants the cool kids to like him. He's so unaware that they don't.
1: Yeah, he's so unaware that they don't, and desperate for their approval. And but you can see like where he becomes as as an adult so much from this that it was clearly like he tried this for so long and it didn't work that it just made him like hate everyone, but especially popular kids. Yeah. so much. Yes, and, but it, it just. But he's so sweet about it and kind of. You like
0: feel kind of bad for yeah, him. You do. I kind of want to be like, yeah, bring Snyder along. Yeah. He can be your buddy. Let him be your buddy. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's still an asshole who's like makes really like selfish, jerky decisions at several yeah, points. Yeah,
0: sure. It's mostly because t- he's a coward. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Complete coward.
0: Uh, but I have to admit, like in that position, I'd probably be like, yeah, I don't want to go in the se- sewer and fight a demon either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds gross. Buffy points out that all of the ups are acting like teenagers, mm-hmm a hey, sober mirror to look into
1: what is this a jimmy buffett concert
0: yeah it looks like one Pretty sure. much. back at the warehouse ethan is showing mr trick his fancy new warehouse mm-hmm. he snaps a guy's neck for sampling the product uh-huh. to intimidate others from doing so he doesn't really know he's sampling the yeah. product. This is just a like thing should i do this at work
1: uh, sure. Go Effective ahead. Effective
0: management tool. Yeah, I'm gonna start start yeah. snapping some necks.
1: Like that's what happens when you're late to your shift.
0: The Scoobies leave the Bronze to figure out what's causing the age relapse, and Snyder tags along. <laughs> this is the line I always think of when I think of this episode. Is whoa, Summer, you dropped like, like a, a spaz. spaz.
1: <laughs> just using spaz as an insult is it's such just, a dorky,
0: so thing dated. Uh,
1: and I do love. Um, that their reason for not ditching Snyder is there's no time. It's like, yeah, there's time. We, we just to want to shove
0: him out of the car. Yeah. It's just, like, it's fine. Just yeah. Walk.
1: It's like, no, we want more baby Snyder. I'll, I'll buy it. Whatever.
0: It's I'm fine. Whatever reason we can keep Snyder along is yeah. good. Keep him. <laughs> they're going to check in on Giles, but they're very aware that teenage Giles is neither safe nor helpful. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, they're interrupted on the way to Giles' house, however, by a driver who's more interested in his candy bar than in not running into Buffy. What would you call this? Driving while magic?
1: Um, dri- driving under a uh, malevolent influence.
0: Driving with chocolate. I would easily be that distracted by That sounds like a Trump. really
1: bad, um, like, foreign <laughs> film from the 90s. Driving with chocolate. <laughs> from the director of Brightang in Submarines.
0: <laughs> and the black and white, um, <laughs> like, voiceover, like, I am sitting in the driver's side and the chocolate bar is next to me. <laughs>
1: I, I think we got gold here. <laughs> Let's get a write green light. It,
0: write it up. Anything about chocolate, I'll do it. The, the sequel to
1: Chocolate Little.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Giles and Joyce are strolling downtown. Mm. When Joyce sees a coat she likes, Giles breaks into the shop to steal it for her. Aww. A cop pulls a gun on them, mm-hmm. but he's been eating candy, too. Yeah. So he's not a super effective cop. Yeah, it's like um,
1: I'm gonna shoot you.
0: Giles headbutts him, but takes away his gun, pretty and badass. then makes out with Joyce on top of a police car. Uh,
1: I think they did a little bit more than out. Okay, but we
0: only see them make out. I think it's it
1: implied pans. pretty heavily <laughs> that there's uh, some protecting and serving going on.
0: How are they protecting or serving?
1: Well, they're probably not protecting. I doubt. I doubt they're that. They're serving teenage, it out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know the teenage Giles uses a condom.
0: <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're. I mean, so okay. I have two thoughts here. My first thought was, wouldn't it be hilarious if later this season Joyce was pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Right, they should have yeah. done that. They should have been like, by the way, I mean, Giles, baby. <laughs> if this were like a legit soap opera, like yeah. a daytime soap opera, oh, that totally. is so. What would have happened? Totally, what
1: would have happened? Um, if this was passions, come yes,
0: on. come on. <laughs> it also would have been half demon for some reason, yeah, because it was made with magic chocolate or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, my other thing was that, like. Giles and Joyce should have been a couple.
1: Oh, my God. I want them to be a couple. They should have been a
0: couple. Oh. Like, this would have been great for Buffy. He's mm-hmm. already her father figure. Just yeah. fucking move in already. Yeah. And I
1: always feel bad because I always feel like like Joyce and Giles seem so lonely so much of this. time. Yes. Like...
0: Why should they be? They really do have good chemistry. Yeah. Even, like, outside of this episode, after they get mm-hmm. over the whole dead man's party, we hate each other yeah. thing, they do have good chemistry.
1: Mm-hmm. Both have similar interests, uh, making sure that the Slayer is safe.
0: Yeah, they don't have to keep secrets from their significant other. They both know what's up.
1: Uh, they've both uh, had some really tra- had traumatic ends to relationships, divorce, uh, killed by a vampire.
0: There's some sympathy there. Sure, mm-hmm. I can empathize.
1: They seem to have a similar taste in music.
0: Yeah, although I do like that Teenage joys. Is so like she like so Giles is clearly like the Ripper, mm-hmm. badass, yeah. c- cigarette smoking, rock mm-hmm. and roll listening magic dude, and teenage Joyce isn't really.
1: She just seems to like I I I want to like do what 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 do you want right. to do? she's you're, not like, a goody cool. two
0: shoes, but she is. Yeah because she's turned on by this bad boy thing and therefore is willing to follow peer pressure and act bad um which makes her like not a great person but i i do i i can like see a little bit of myself in Mm. like Teeny's joys of just like mm, maybe some you're just immature and making poor decisions and like deciding who you are based on like I want to be cool and that kind of thing. And
1: and it makes sense for me that that's how how Joyce might be as a teenager. It's just based on uh, especially how she kind of deals with um, Buffy as a kid. There are certain choices that she makes Mm. that make a lot of sense where it's both like, I understand what it's like being a teenager and wanting to do things, but also like, but I don't want you to make some of the same mistakes I did. But I don't want to be overly strict. Like just a lot of her decisions make a lot of sense that she was this kind of kid as a teenager.
0: Yeah. Buffy realizes that the town's defenseless, so where are the vampires? She tells Snyder to take them to wherever he got the candy from.
1: You mean rat boy?
0: Rat boy. Where is that from? Why Did, did when they start calling him? I feel like this like they referred to him a rat before this, right?
1: I think yeah, they definitely referred to him as that, but I think this is the first time they ever said it to his face, which right is point. nice. Yeah,
0: well, the, I mean, you couldn't say it to his face before. That's, that's not the nonsense. Uh So the warehouse is being raided by grownups. <laughs> I love the cinematography here of the camera yeah. panning down past Joyce and Giles, making whose out. faces are covered by each other's faces because mm-hmm. they're making out super hard. So you're kind of like, wait, what was that? Yeah, Did you, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Buffy passes them and then stops and recognizes them again yeah. I love that gag mm-hmm. I like that Buffy's conversation with her mom is so like talking to a teenager yeah. the roles are totally reversed here you know I could have more if I want screw you I want candy get off my back <laughs> it kind of makes me shudder. at me like oh teenage Kristen <laughs> why were you not nicer to your parents yeah. what
1: well, is this nice because I, I I do think we said this before where it's funny now uh, being a little bit older you tend to sympathize a little bit more with with giles and joyce in a lot of uh, episodes where it's like oh Mm -hmm. yeah i totally see where you're coming from a lot more now that i'm not a you know a teenager not that either of us have teenage children but like you get the adult perspective a lot sure
0: i'm closer in age i mean that sucks but i'm closer (laughs) in age now to joyce than i am to buffy and like yeah, and I've reached an age where I have multiple conversations with my parents. I'm like, hey, remember that thing I did when I was a teenager? That sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's shitty of me.
1: And it's and it's nice to see um, Buffy get a, a taste of the teenage way and kind of had the, the roles reversed so she yeah. gets uh, to, to see that side as well.
0: Yes. Buffy breaks into the warehouse and takes Joyce, Giles, and Snyder with her. <laughs> they immediately find Ethan, who true to his nature, runs away.
1: <laughs> Run away!
0: At the library, if the candy is supposed to make you all immature, and <laughs> Xander had a bunch of candy, then why does it he? Oh, wait. Oh. Never mind.
1: That's <laughs> so accurate.
0: <laughs> uh. um, I like... It just seems that, like, it's not... I mean, part of me wonders, like, why doesn't it get progressively more immature? Why don't people keep regressing Mm -hmm. younger than just teenage years? Because it specifically seems to just be like, not you lose some of your maturity, but specifically you reach teenage maturity. That's a little weird, but I also don't care.
1: uh, Yeah. And I feel like it would have been a whole thing about making bits out of like people acting like toddlers. And and I just feel like it would would be, yeah, it would be too much. And I'm okay with it being like it kind of reverts you to your teenage personality, but the most immature version of that. I think that's, and that makes the most sense as like a spell because if you just had a bunch of like babies going around, like full size adult babies, that would just be. A little too weird. Yeah, like, and then how, would you, as like the demons, you'd be like, "What are we? This is weird,
0: guys. Why did we do this?" I also feel like the the lesson would get muddled. Yeah, it makes more sense for you to have teenagers dealing with this weird mirror version of themselves yeah. and be like, "Oh fuck, this sucks." Yeah. Teenagers are the worst. And and
1: maybe you could in in show in like the the characters in the show justify that it if we do this and it's not so crazy that there would be no explanation as to why they did these things. Cause it's not like they're acting literally like children who don't know anything. Mm-hmm. They're acting immature. Like they did when they were teenagers, which every once in a while an adult person will do something like that.
0: Almost like drunk adults. Like even yeah, at this exactly. age, when your friends, like, you know, we're at an age where like when you drink, you don't like get plastered, but every yeah. once in a while someone decides to do shots. And every once in a while at this age, you're like, oh, my God, you just <laughs> regressed 10 years. <laughs> Get off the floor. I hate you. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Stop watching the uh, the WTF end of the world video <laughs> and, and giggling like an asshole. <laughs> and let's leave the bar because they're closing.
0: <laughs> Sammy girls also like, stop crying. Stop crying. <laughs> just stop crying we gotta go no i need you I to stop really crying love you guys stop so crying <laughs> so th- they've got a, this shoehorn moment here between willow and xander where their thumbs touch Bull. i don't like that i mean like again the storyline is interesting it's yeah. important um it's realistic in terms mm. of these characters and the age that they've reached but like oh my god your thumbs touch shut up yeah we get it shut we up. get
1: it you guys are having tension um, but speaking of shoehorned in things, just another quick thing. And overall, as you can probably tell, love this episode. Great. But one thing I don't like is the, how they get so heavy handed about the anti-smoking stuff with Giles.
0: Yeah, no, we get it. Yeah. Like, it was like, Buffy, like takes
1: a cigarette, throws it down and stomps on it.
0: Like he, well, I mean, fine to me. That's more of not just like, don't smoke, but a, like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're being an ass. <laughs> But to me, like, I get they make a point in this show of trying Mm -hmm. to only have evil characters smoke. And in this case, yeah teenage giles was not a good guy yeah so it's okay
1: yeah we get and, okay. then, and then they have to make another like she makes a joke about like that's what happens to your lungs when you smoke it's like first of all it doesn't happen in one day no
0: no no. it's because he's 50 yeah <laughs>
1: like, it's it's because he's 50 running around literally like a teenager and
0: generally a dude not in great shape yeah. <laughs> like you're fine he's, he's
1: you don't run that much when you're wearing three layers of tweed
0: oh god that sounds awful
1: yeah especially in california oh
0: awful Back at the warehouse, Buffy finds Ethan and gets the plan out of him. I like the way the, the Jaws could be like, hit him, hit him. And then when she finally does it, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it seems Mr. Trick subcontracted Ethan to distract the grownups so that they could pay tribute to the demon. Mm-hmm. Whatever this tribute is, people in their right mind would never let them take it. Cut to the delivery ward. Oh. The tribute is babies. Oh, no. Giles remembers that Laconis is a sewer dweller. Yeah.
1: I like the the moment of Giles kind of read Giles's. Like,
0: ooh. Ooh,
1: I know this. Yeah. I knew this. <laughs> I also like the, 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 uh, the handcuff bit.
0: Yeah. But like, we're we going <laughs> to time up with never tell me. <laughs> Ugh, gross. I also really like Snyder. He's excited about, like, he, you know, wah, 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 I'm going to beat up. Ethan, haha! I took taekwondo at the Y. <laughs> In the sewer, Laconis is running late. I like that the mayor is taking this time to evaluate the need for sewer repair. I
1: do he, love I, that. I, th-
0: I really do think he actually cares about this town.
1: No, and that's why I think it's so funny is like he wants to do these like really grand evil things, but he does also want to be a good yeah, mayor. Yeah,
0: no, he totally does. He just he doesn't understand that like. But you can't kill people. Yeah. But, but
1: but no, like. But
0: dark arts bad. Yeah. It's like, but I'm but I'm helping the town. But still, no, no honey, yeah. you get one term. Stop it.
1: And I, I mean, it is a little heavy handed that it's, um, uh, like foreshadowing of like, oh, Buffy's going to use an exposed gas pipe. But the the joke is good enough that I don't mind that at all.
0: Yeah, I never remember what Laconis looks like or how she kills him in this ep. So yeah. when he says, like, I'm concerned about exposed gas pipes, I'm just like, oh, funny. Yeah, no, he doesn't really fit in here. Buffy drops in just in time to catch Laconis. A really bad CGI snake. Oh,
1: boy. That did not hold up. That
0: did not hold up. Also, why are you already doing another snake? See yeah. the snake bit for later. Find something else. Yeah,
1: I, I guess, yeah, that is a little weird to be repeating that. Although... I, I could argue that it's foreshadowing because like he has mm. to pay tribute to a snake. He has, spoiler alert, he kind of becomes a snake. But if you're going to mm. do it, make it a better snake. No,
0: it's, I, I don't like it. I'd rather they had saved the idea of the giant snake yeah. for later and just done something. Even if it's like giant lizard. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. But yeah, no, the CGI here is terrible. Just like
1: a giant hand.
0: Even if it, I mean like they they also they, the mouth. They also did giant snake and reptile boy.
1: Yeah, there's a lot Pick of giant. Pick another
0: snakes. thing. Do a crocodile. Yeah, do a crocodile,
1: a crocodile
0: in the stu- sewers. spider. The no, maybe not. <laughs> I don't I don't like those.
1: <laughs> oh, so it's even better.
0: Buffy uses the exposed gas pipes to set Laconus on fire. Mm-hmm. By Monday the candy has worn off. Snyder is in a bad mood again. I've, so I have to say the first time I saw this episode, um, I had never heard of the band Kiss. So the whole Kiss Rocks thing, <laughs> I had no idea what was going oh, on. boy. I, like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and people used to do that in high school that you wrote with the Kiss. Like, you know how the S is mm-hmm. different. Like, you used to write like that in high school where everything was angular. angular. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't seem weird to me that it specific- the S's were that way. Yeah. That I was like, I don't. When I mean, she's like, "Kiss rocks," I don't get it. Oh, I'm like, I don't get it either.
1: <laughs> I really don't get it. What's well, going I'll,
0: on? Well, I'll tell me. Explain it better. <laughs> but I
1: mean, I do like those references. That sure. If you were of of the age of the characters at the time, it might be harder to get like Kiss and Juice Newton. Sure, um, I don't. I Burt still Reynolds. don't know what that is. Uh, it was like a singer who really did not. Um,
0: I mean, I got, I got the Burt Reynolds thing oh, yeah. that I get. It, but it's, it's, no, I like it. And it's, I like the idea of like vandalism, but like <laughs> vandalism from like 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Buffy is not feeling optimistic about her SAT scores. Joyce arrives to take Buffy home. Mm. There is awkwardness. Buffy thinks she's stopped them from doing something. Uh, they, maybe not. Uh, no, they, they totally moaned. And now Joyce is pregnant. <laughs> So what's the lesson in band candy?
1: Don't eat the band candy.
0: I mean, right. Yeah, no. I mean, I think the lesson here is just like teenagers suck. <laughs> <laughs> I really think, I think it's just like yeah. teenagers suck. Maybe teenagers, you should have more sympathy for your parents that have to yeah. deal with you. Yeah. Like it's just it's kinda like understanding and vice versa of like yeah. understanding that like being a teenager sucks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe as a parent, understanding that mm-hmm. like it's there's shit yeah. going on there's emotions and hormones and just kind of yeah maybe take it easy
1: yeah like yeah you have to set boundaries and make sure everyone's safe but like at the end of the day you have to remind yourself like it's hard to be a reasonable human being when you're a teenager
0: right yeah, yeah. You sh- your brain is not working right yet
1: yeah. it's, it's 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 still like going through the last <laughs> weird fits and starts to it's become being like being poisoned adult by
0: your body yeah
1: all the hormones and the acne and everything
0: the worst so i think we're both a fan of this episode in general Absolutely. it's so fun it's really it's a really nice standalone monster mm-hmm. of the week episode yeah. requires very little to no explanation yeah. to your non buffy friends mm-hmm. to be like sit down and watch this funny thing about yeah. old people acting like teenagers yeah. um and there is a lot of it's fun to see telling character things that mm-hmm. like Aren't necessarily plot driven that, like,
1: yeah, just like, just flesh out the world of of exactly. I know
0: more more about Giles and know more about Joyce and more about Snyder in this episode. That maybe doesn't really say anything about season three in general, but just makes them more real characters to me,
1: yeah, and more interesting characters. There's just so many great little moments. Um, I love the one moment where in order to try to look like, yeah, I know what's going on. I'm real serious. Um, Snyder, after they, they talk about making the tribute of the babies, just, just says, I think that's so wrong. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, we all do. We all do.
0: I had a professor in college that we were talking about clitoral mutilation. Mm-hmm. And after she told us about it, she was like, and I think that is so wrong. And if you disagree with me, you could come talk to me about it. I was like, no, honey. Every, <laughs> no one's backing up clitoral that's mutilation. That's a
1: total straw man. There's nobody who's like, well, actually.
0: Yeah. Read the room. Yeah. We gotcha. <laughs> you. Yeah. That's, that's gross.
1: <laughs> oh, I do love the, the righteous indignation against an argument that nobody's making. <laughs> yeah, like, We're fine. And I don't think you should throw babies into a blender. <laughs> no.
0: Suggesting that it's cute.
1: <laughs> that, that was that was like a uh, 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 black and white and red all over joke that you just you just heard wrong.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week.
1: I am going to say because I think the moment of it is. One of the few like cool things about the action and the whole Slayer Fest thing is the death of the spiky-headed guy.
0: I will say that like it's only by luck that the Slayer doesn't die because yeah. they happen to jump out the window that isn't boarded up on the yeah. other end.
1: Although you could make the argument that it's because like Buffy assessed the the uh, the house already; she was kind of like sweeping around that she knew which window to jump out of. You could make that argument, or you could say it's luck. I I like that you can read it out of the way. Yeah. Um, but I do just like the oh, I'm gonna get out. Oh no, I'm not looking at. the It also the comes thing. after
0: Dang. a really good fight scene of like yeah. you know the the Cordy trying to help and mm-hmm. like being bad at the gun, like Cordy gun, Cordy spatula. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I, I agree. That was pretty good. Um, I almost did that, but because I don't consider it a slay because Mm -hmm. it's only by accident that the Germans kill the spiny had to do. They meant to kill the slayer. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to go to the death of the German twins with the spitball and the tracker. Oh, right. I, th- I think it's pretty ingenious. I like the idea of using a spitball, like a very teenage no, thing. No, that's cool. That's um, cool. To like, get them to kill each other.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool if there was any universe in <laughs> which it made sense. <laughs>
0: I got I, I also like that, like, head German master Seinfeld yeah. dude, like, <laughs> sees the trackers die and he's just like, I did it. I won. Yeah. Like, oh, no, that was, those are your buddies. <laughs> I
1: just, just imagine he's just like still in that room because, like, Trick never came back either. Right.
0: Where's he's my like, buddy? Gu- guys. <laughs> I won. Guys,
1: I won. I won. Guys. She's got a big beard.
0: Guys. Where's my trophy? I
1: do you feel kind of bad for him, though? But you know what will cheer me up is going. International. Ernie Dragon das International. I've got to say, I was pleasantly surprised because I thought, with like how simple both these titles were, that there'd just be like a lot of just very generic titles.
0: Considering that we had actual German characters, I was so excited. <laughs>
1: Oh, there are some good ones. There are some uh, <laughs> some real good ones. So for homecoming, the French title, the end of the year dance.
0: <laughs> a little off. All right, not it, the end of the. Year. They don't have a homecoming. That's all right. Um,
1: on the opposite side, Portuguese title, back to classes.
0: We weren't on break. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's okay.
1: Uh, it's just like okay, homecoming
0: not, is not a universal concept. Yeah,
1: it just seems like okay. You guys both had very different ideas of when this happened. Whatever. The German title. Best one for homecoming, the agony of choice.
0: Because voting for the homecoming queen is hard.
1: I guess, but agony seems like a it's, real it's a different choice.
0: Yeah, no, no. <laughs>
1: okay, so for band candy, I'm actually gonna go with the German one first because it it it's not that crazy. I could see this being the title. Going wild, generic, fine, whatever. Portuguese. I think this probably was a mistranslation. The chocolate band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This imagining yeah. guitar is made out of
0: chocolate. Yep. Yeah, the they they can't be marching bands cuz when they go to the football games they melt.
1: Yeah, or everyone just eat them.
0: <laughs> That'd be me. The,
1: the trims are filled with why Why
0: muc- that cheerleader running on the film? Oh, ah, f- ah. feel oh no, she's eating a trumpet. No. She we dived head first into the tuba. Now she's eating it from the inside out.
1: <laughs> but I gotta say, uh, piece of resistance is the French title for band candy. Chocolate effect. Chocolate effect. You know, <laughs> no. that
0: common phrase
1: chocolate effect.
0: <laughs> chocolate affects me. It makes me hungry for Just more
1: chocolate effect.
0: <laughs> Like, that's just a
1: a phrase everybody uses. Um, You know, you just have the chocolate effect.
0: The chocolate effect. Thank you for tuning into the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and join us next time when we dust off Revelations and Lover's Walk when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.